0: Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses.
1: I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Hey, Tara.
0: Hi, Jill.
1: You're looking sporty today, and I love your makeup.
0: Why, thank you. I am wearing... A lot of makeup because I chose to wear one of my new obsessions today, which is a Henley. If people are not familiar with a Henley, <laughs> I probably have to look at the dictionary definition, but it's some sort of a top that has like a few buttons down the front. And I'm obsessed. I'm wearing a, an oatmeal colored waffle weave <laughs> cotton <laughs> Henley. It's a Hanes um It's Hanes re-something, redone, redone, Hanes redone. Oatmeal is possibly the worst color on me naturally, hence the very heavy blush and lip treatment I've given myself. I gotta say, I
1: love your makeup. And so at this point, how many Henleys do you have?
0: (laughs) Well, I have two of my own, Tara, thank you for asking. I also have some Henley PJs. And All right. I frequently wear two of my husband's Henleys as well. <laughs> so yeah, there's a, I have a small fixation on, on Henleys. <laughs> um, but you look very nice. Are you always like dressed? I feel like whenever we get on the podcast, you always look so put together and dressed up. And I'm just wondering if that's like how you always are.
1: Well, the thing is, is I'm a walking advertisement. And so what you really want to do is, you know, show what you, your ability to dress. But I actually, you've known me forever. I actually really do just like to dress. But yesterday I went to get my hair done and I was really dressed and I was so thankful because I got a client out of it. Oh. Because my hairdresser had another woman there who works for the mayor. And I was very excited about that. And anyways, we got talking. And so she needs outfits because now she's going to be more present outside and stuff. And so
0: there you go. So it pays off. There you go. Well, I have to say, whenever you and I would go to early exercise classes together before the pandemic, I was always just in awe. I mean, I look like I literally rolled out of bed (laughs) and you and you would show up like hair in like a neat ponytail, no makeup, but still gorgeous. (laughs) And think like, you're matching, you know, athleisure sets. And then, of course, like not a droplet of sweat. I don't know how you got through those classes with a single droplet of
1: sweat. I appreciate all that. But you know what? Now that I've gotten older, I start sweating more. Or maybe I just wasn't working out the right way. Because if I'm on the Peloton, I'm like a wet noodle. Oh, I'd like to see that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I not believe that.
1: You're <laughs> doing, I never sweat. And I would look at you and you're like, <laughs>
0: Drenched. I look at an exercise a piece of exercise equipment and I start to drip, like right. But don't make me think, like, maybe I'm not doing this right. <laughs> I think I'm just a big sweater, anyways. So, we are going to talk about um money today <laughs> and uh, from a couple of different perspectives. So, I am going to cover as a small business, what are some of the things you can do to make sure you feel like you have your head around your finances? Um, and then Tara is going to cover some considerations around um, where to invest your money as an influencer. And as, as you may or may not know, Tara is both an influencer, sort of fashion lifestyle influencer and a stylist. And so we're going to talk to her with her influencer hat on today. Um, but let's kick off with just as a as a small business owner, or if you're running a small business, you know what are some of the things that can help you get your head around finances? And I know it's, you know, a, a lot of folks who start businesses are really creative, and they may just not feel like they are super comfortable with numbers, or maybe they are super comfortable with numbers, but just. Don't always feel like they have their head around exactly how much money they're making every day, even though you can see what's in your bank account. But especially today, when you're getting paid with Venmo and PayPal and checks, and it's just like, how do you even keep track of all this stuff? So, in my experience, there are um, a few things that can really help with this. So, the first thing I would recommend is Get yourself some sort of online accounting tool. I use Wave, W-A-V-E. It's free, it, and my needs are pretty limited, um, so I can get by on the free version. But um, you can invoice through it, and there are lots of different things you can you can do. It's pretty functional for a small business. But a lot of people use QuickBooks. The QuickBooks Online. There's a bunch of different versions. There's a there's a basics version. There's a um, you know a more premium version, but most most really small businesses can get by with just QuickBooks online the basic version um i definitely think it's worth it to hire a bookkeeper and you know they don't it's not you don't have to spend a ton of money on a bookkeeper it's really just somebody to help you um categorize your expenses like account for your revenues and help you do any kind of reconciliation or you know account light accounting that you need to do at the end of the month or the end of the year, um, and some, you know, many bookkeepers are also CPAs. Um, so you can re- you can find a great person who's almost like a little partner in your business. Like they just they really are so so helpful. Tara, you do you, have you used bookkeepers before?
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say, you know, I've always been an independent contractor, even when I was a therapist. And when I was a therapist, I was young, I was 20s or something. And so you know, it was shocking to me when I learned that I had to pay a lot of taxes. And I didn't understand really how much I needed to put aside, right? And so for that reason, that's when I learned it's really important to have a bookkeeper, somebody to help you with all of those things. Because you need to know how much you have to owe, right, and pay. And when you're an independent contractor, that is not something that is done for you in your paycheck.
0: Right. And it also, it helps you to understand those kinds of costs, because that helps you, that feeds into your pricing decisions too, which I'm sure you're going to talk about a little later, but like, then you know how to price your services to, to be able to cover some of those costs that you're not necessarily totally aware of when you start. Um, the third thing I would say is uh, definitely set up some sort of system with yourself, with your bookkeeper to do monthly reporting and reconciliation. So what that means is you know, reporting is kind of looking at the end of the month. Let's see, wh- what do we do in revenue? What do we do in costs? Are we missing anything? Like, is have I completely forgotten about something that came, that someone wrote me a check for and the check is sitting in my part? Like, is there things that I'm missing that I should be accounting for? And then the reconciliation is really just making sure that um, all the the funds that have come in and have gone out of your accounts, all of your accounts, whether it's credit cards or banks or whatever are all accounted for, and um, you're not kind of leaking out any from, you know, not great sources. Um, and I would say the last, the last thing, so I'm going for four today, who is take advantage of your bank. So the bank that you have your primary account with, definitely take advantage of them, they really, really want to help you set up your accounts, they want to help you figure out how to you know, where to put your money. So if you're going to put it into money market, if you have excess cash or wherever you're going to try to invest it, or you're just going to keep it in cash, they are so, so helpful. And obviously they can be helpful with loans and all that kind of stuff too. So really, really take advantage of your bank and, you know, milk them for all they're worth. Well, that was helpful. Thank you, Jill.
1: Um, something that we we have really haven't talked that much about is how I am an influencer on social media. And I don't particularly like that word because it seems funny that because I'm an older woman. But that's what we're called. <laughs> but also I think this could be helpful with anybody because most businesses need to be, I would say all businesses need to have a social media presence right now. So I think that can tr- this can translate over. So... You know, I do use a professional photographer because I sometimes like during the pandemic, I had to take my own photos. But for me, it works better. And I actually like those pictures better. But do you necessarily need to, you know, pay a photographer? Maybe not. If you take really good pictures, if you like the way that things are turning out, you do not need to. But it is a it is a smart place to put your money. So your pictures are fluid And they represent your brand, whether you're an influencer or a business. Um, And then, you know, Instagram has gone through some major changes and (laughs) affects some of our accounts. Like I just had an incredible post yesterday. It did terrible, but that's because Instagram was updating. But some of the things in which you can work well with Instagram is you can promote your pictures. And is that a smart way to put your money? I believe it is. You know, If you're a business, you need to pay to play on that platform sometimes, especially I've been on it, I don't know, I think it's been like 2014 or something for a long time. And so you have to look at it as, okay, I'm putting my stuff on this platform, so at some point I need to pay to. They want you to, and that will be helpful. I, I think you just think about how much you're going to spend on that. How often are you going to promote? Is it necessary? For me, it is necessary at times, um, but not for everybody. And then the other thing I was going to talk about is um, how how to make money on Instagram how to or how social media oh and I also wanted to say Pinterest is a incredible place to put your pictures and grow your business um I have not you can promote you can pay to promote on Pinterest I have not done that yet but a lot of businesses do um so that's something to think about
0: so I'm just on Pinterest sorry to interrupt you but um I feel like Pinterest has kind of slid down a little bit in terms of um, social media platforms. I, I'm wondering if it's more just because the age, you know, that because it's just not that popular with like younger people. But what are your thoughts on Pinterest as a social media platform or as a platform?
1: So I really love that you just said that because I thought that for a long time. And then i said to myself, well, my husband's like, I use Pinterest. And I was like, oh, if you're using Pinterest, I'm going on Pinterest. Like what? I couldn't believe it. So I started posting stuff and unbelievable because you know what it is, Jill? It's actually, I think it's coming back. I think it, there was like a downswing, but I think there's an upswing because it's so useful in so many ways. And it's a friendlier in a lot of ways than Instagram is. And so that is I. Like, I love it as a tool. And also it's just another platform for people to see you and your business.
0: Yeah. You know, what I find about Pinterest is it's almost relaxing to look at it, whereas I don't find other social media relaxing because it's just so fast moving. And with Instagram, it's like you're looking at the stories and it just moves so quickly or the feed, you know, it's just it's one thing at a time. Whereas with Pinterest, like you can almost have a whole, you know, a screen full of stuff and you can navigate it at your leisure like it's it's much more much more relaxing for me to look at Pinterest than any other social media right. and it's
1: it's absolutely true i feel calm on there instagram i do not feel calm so you're right um but you know people influencers biz- we want to make money we want to make money right that's why we're doing all this because we love it but we also want to make money it's a business so um how do you do that on instagram well first of all it takes a lot of time or social media in general uh be patient because it takes time but um, you know, you can get paid collaborations. A lot of times when I started, I did not. I did a lot for free. I did a lot of. Pro- I should. I, I would say product. Um, what's it? What am, word am I looking for? Promotion. Yeah, product promotion. Um, so it really wasn't free, but I was just promoting their products. Um, also you. Um, but you. Sh- you could get paid. So don't think that you can't just because of the how many followers or likes or whatever. You know. Always push for that because it is your time and it is your brand. So, you know, think about how you're going to approach it and what is your pitch. So my pitch a lot of times is I'm a stylist, but I'm also an influencer. So your brand is going to be seen two ways. It's going to be seen with my client when I wear it to their house, when I can go back to their home, and it's going to be seen on social media. So you're getting two times the views for one product, yeah. or one shirt, or whether it's pants or a top or something.
0: That's awesome. That's very, very helpful. Great tips. I feel a blog post coming on, Tara. <laughs> and if anyone has not checked out Tara's blog on tarawestfashion.com, you need to check it out. There's a lot of really good treasures in there. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. So just to sum up. Um, how to, keep your head, how to get your head around your finances as a small business. First thing is invest in some sort of online uh, accounting platform, and you don't even have to invest. Some of them are free. Um, consider hiring a bookkeeper. Set up a system for monthly reporting and reconciliation for yourself. You're not doing that for anybody else, just really for yourself, so you know where you stand in terms of your finances. And then lastly, milk your bank. Love that. Milk your bank. I'm going to milk my bank right now.
1: <laughs> That's where I'm going. Um, so as an influencer or a business on social media, think about how you want where you want to put your money. Do you want to put it in your photography or do you want to promote on Instagram to uh, get a further reach and make friends with Instagram? Because <laughs> they like money. And um, what is, uh, oh, how do, should you collaborate with brands? Yes. And should they
0: pay you? Yes.